Welcome to the new improved Dutch Hall. You can listen to the nocturnal emissions in the background. They're sounding great tonight. You know, we got a new box. I think it's called a Calhoun. You know, because what, what we found on the 100th episode uh, was that something special happened. I think the uh, uh, nocturnal emissions started to blossom because we had the help of percussions. And we wanted to keep that momentum going. So uh, we really wanted to upgrade the band this week. We made two big changes. We got uh, Adam Hill on the Cahoon. Yay! And we got no Dave Charters. Yay! <laughs> Both things turned out great. You know what I think we should do on this episode, boys? Yeah, let's take every song that Charters wrote and make it way better. Okay. Yeah? Seems so easy. Yeah. He's just not here today. Let's see what we can do. See if we can improve on, on those great songs he wrote for the show. <laughs> Let's start with the first one. Which one's that? That's a theme song. That was like the Stairway to Heaven version of the theme song. <laughs> the Just that awkward part of Stairway version. to Heaven. That was for you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome everyone live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. And, uh, well, we'd like to welcome everybody. Uh, we're a week behind, so if we're saying anything that's dated this week, it's because we are a week behind. Everyone this week is enjoying Mark LaForest. I hope it was, it was a great uh, interview, so I hope you all enjoyed it. And this week is what I like to call, because this is the first show after the 100th episode, the uh, the first show of ordinary times, you know, like oh, after you know in oh, church in, like in church. OT. Yeah, <laughs> ordinary times, you know. So you come down and you have a big gala event like we had the gala like hundredth episode where it was just magic. I don't know how the show translated when you listen to it, but if we if you were in the room, it was really a great time had by all. And, and now we're going just the regular guys in the room, the regular the, the regular lot, lot of us. And I've. Uh, and I got to tell you, I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge come down after the party of the last week. It was like, how are we going to top it? We have to come back. And, you know, I tell you, it was only through the, the, the uh, very honest advice from my father, Willie Van Dyke. He, well, he said, I listened to that show, the 100th episode. And he goes, it, um, it, 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 you had sound problems. And it, <laughs> it affected your jokes. He goes, that whole, the whole 999 that oh, yeah, you couldn't right. hear it, you know. Yeah. He said it was terrible, and I said, I know it was terrible, and I feel ashamed of the program because out of 100 episodes, we still couldn't get the sound right even after 100. So with 101, we went with the help of all of our listeners with all the money we've gathered over the last couple of years. We pulled it all together, and we were able to dig up a new board. So I just Ooh. wanted to give the listeners all a big thank you from all of us uh, for the bo- for Ooh. pitching in right, until you get the board. Thank you, people. Uh, thank you, everybody. The rest of the crowd just taking it, eh? There you go. Come on board, guys. And uh, oh, that was not the right one. That was the right one. I always take it. I was I almost thank him, and then I just scare him away. <laughs> Why do I do that? I just hit I hit the wrong button. Could always use more. What? Yeah. <laughs> so we got this new board. So now we hopefully can figure a few of our problems out. 
and uh, the band sounds already better, so I think we're halfway there. So now uh, uh, we have to figure out some goals. Where's this show going for the next hundred sh hundred shows? Like, like this is the thing. When you look around the room, we got the bartender Paul Van Dyke is in the room. He's uh, he's hey. he's here once again. Bunch Paul, yes. you know what? You, what do you got to do in the next hundred? You just uh, you, we went. What do we have to do for the next hundred? You know, we already did the road show. We did the. I think we should do another road show. Yeah, where do you think it? The naked bike ride in Portland. Oh, hey. All right, this is another thing. If the people give us enough money, we'll put Paul naked on a bike in Portland. No, Dave's going naked on a bike <laughs> with that fucking mustache. Yeah, exactly. That's not naked. Dave's mustache will, yeah, he's never naked when he has that mustache. Yeah. That he's will keep his naked. whole body warm. And also, so I wanted to say, right beside Paul is the is what I call the number two bartender, Barney, uh, Jason, uh, Jamie Barham's in the room. Jamie, let's hear it for him. Super fan. Hey, it's always a good time being here. So we're hoping to get... Jeez, oh, my microphone is loud, eh? We're hoping to get you fired tonight so that you can come help us work on this project we're working on. Is there any chance of us that we're working out? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's some things that could be said, but... So, uh, Paul, do your job as a bartender. Keep pouring drinks down his throat so we can hopefully get him fired sometime tonight. And then uh, we can get him to work for us the next week. And then turns my attention to this band who's already knocking it out of the park. Paul, you got your shot ready? Yes. Oh. Do you want to do it before we introduce the band? Sure, might as well. If you want. Well, the band, you know, already played Knock One out of the park. What can you do with Paul's potables? Well, that's, we might as well just play it. What could be something good? <laughs> oh, you're. Something delicious and something small. Just have one taste, you can tell that it's notable. Time in the show try one. You don't know how that song starts? No, the words every time get me. What could be better than Better. Some, I always yeah. want to say, what could be something? Yeah, better. you always say, what I could say be something better. No, what could be better than something Who from Paul? these fucking lyrics? It confuses you. I know that always that one. If what, I was I, writing the lyrics, I'd tell you when I wrote that. My song sucks. I don't even like it. No? Why? It makes you sound like a fairy jumping <laughs> yeah, through like a... It's fucking totally <laughs> shit. It's like straight bows and unicorns. Yeah, and big giant mushrooms. That's what I was picture. <laughs> hey, I didn't write it. So what's wow. this one called, Paul? Well, it's uh, the Dutch Hall Screech, I guess. Oh, Screech. Screech. Old Swish or Screech. Swish. Uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Prost. Let's drive it right on us. Cheers, boys. Cheers. It's awful. Oh. oh. It's never good. Never oh. good at all. We're getting rid of that booze. <laughs> Last people to introduce tonight is, uh, is our house band. They are um, knocking it out of the park tonight. It's the Nocturnal Emissions. Straight off of your last gig, your first gig, I should say, first at gig, uh, yeah. at the Double Olive, you know, because we're this show's in the future. Right, yeah. You've already played the gig that you're going to play on Friday. From right? what I hear in the future, it's just a fucking awesome time. Yeah. You did a really good job there. i got to admit, it was one of the times of my life. Got real drunk. Yeah, it was terrific. I didn't even think you missed one note. It was just, like, perfect. Three-part harmonies. Oh, gorgeous. It was like people were crying. Yes. You see the people crying? Yeah, that one girl in the corner was just very emotional. Yeah, she said the mu music moved her. She said before that she never even liked music. No, hated it. Yeah. <laughs> it was great, guys. Thank you for that. And here it is, the Nocturnal Emissions, fresh off their big gig. It is uh, the new and improved Nocturnal Emissions right. with uh, right. our band leader, Mike Bow, our uh, new percussionist, yes. Adam Hill, yes. and uh, our lead guitarist, <laughs> uh, Steve the Reluctant German. Let's hear it for Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah. I was talking to Adam the other day, and uh, I was talking about playing the drums, and he says, Mike, I'm not a drummer. When I play for Nocturnal Emissions, I'm a percussionist. Yeah, you're yeah. a percussionist. Thank you for wording it that way. <laughs> yes. Percussionist. Because sometimes it's not about just banging drums. Sometimes you want to use, like, uh, in a shaker. Hey. Sometimes you want to use a cymbal. Sometimes you might want to use a triangle. You never know what you're going to bring in your bag of tricks. Every week's different Maybe with the percussionist. chimes. Oh, chimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that would be nice. Do you have chimes? Come on, bring an exile next week. <laughs> Maybe a gong. Crowdfund. Oh, a gong? A nice yeah. gong. Whatever you got. Don't you have a bit? You have a big gong, don't you? Sure. Yeah, we'll get a gong. <laughs> we got everything else in that room. Yeah, we got to have it. Mike's so, anyways, we got the. So this is the. This is the whole. The whole crew here. But the one person that's missing is our buddy Dave Charters. And normally, I like to give Charters a hard time when he misses a show. 
Uh, this is his week that he should be here, you yeah, know. Yeah. And now we're gonna have a long wait. But you know, this is a uh, he's got a family uh, emergency or a family problem with one of his kids being sick. And there's nothing worse than when you have to watch one of your kids be sick, eh? No. For everyone that has it, yep. has them. It's terrible. You're out of this, Mike. You haven't procreated, eh? <laughs> I just, You've I, always I'm, missed. I'm glad the child is feeling better. It's all over now. What? It's a week later. Oh, it's a week later. Well, we hope everything's fine. Yeah, but you. But when you have your kids and they're they're sick, you have a bunch of them, right? Oh, yeah. A litter? Would you call it a litter that you have? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's accurate. That's accurate. <laughs> so you have four kids, though, right, Steve? I do. <laughs> and uh, generally, if one of them gets sick, do they all get sick? Uh, they all get sick. Uh, I, I woke up this morning uh, to the sounds of oh. Dad, come quick, the baby has pink eye. And it was like, the baby doesn't have pink eye, but everybody wanted drops this morning, so we all stopped it right there. Oh, yeah? No pink eye. Just even, even the thought of pink eye, everyone runs for the drops. Yeah, and it, does it work? Yeah. You just put drops in your eye? <laughs> That's right. The drops that you had last time you had pink eye? Yes. You have dirty pillows in your house, Somebody's I think. Somebody's on pillows. Yeah, someone is definitely sitting on, on pillows. pillows. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> thing I know that causes pink eye. My <laughs> wife's an optometrist, and I'm sure that's not accurate. But um, uh, That's all I know, too. Yeah, farting I, on pillows. It's from farting, farting on, on pillows, pillows, right? That's what I think it is. It's crazy. I should ask her, eh? Because she wonder if she's in the house. Anyway, so we got the whole, we, our big guest that we were supposed to have today that bailed the last yeah, minute. This was yeah. a thing. I did have a prepared show, but then the, our guest at the last minute, El Grande Ruceros Muscacos, he also is unable to make it. And I don't know when the next time he's going to come through this area. So Weather permitting, right? Yeah. He troubles with weather. That's what I heard. Yeah, he was. A, he, Tough go. Yes. He, he, he travels by, uh, by wind. By, by mule. Yeah. By mule. Yeah. <laughs> he got blown off of it. Yeah. It was a windy day today. So he went off course and he's now somewhere else. Yeah, eh? He's in Halifax. Yeah. It was a windy, windy day. <laughs> Tough day. It was El Nino. El Nino's yeah. uh, on Love fire it. right now. Is Love it? It. I heard it's a super El Nino. Su it, is this, this what year. we're going through? A super yeah, El Nino? Super El Nino. It's it, super awesome. What the? You, we're getting, we're getting good weather now, but other people are getting really shit weather, yeah, eh? Yeah. Across like across the other side of the the uh, continent, eh? They're getting really hammered. So, anyways, this show uh, Barney had said it should be called Dutch Hall One Hundred and One. He said it shouldn't be called. Uh, what Simple. did I say? It should be called. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you're Oh, the first was show there. of ordinary times, uh, which okay. is a okay. Catholic okay. thing. You're not a Catholic, eh? Uh, no. So when you have fun stuff like. Uh, Easter and then like Christmas, you'll have like Advent and then Christmas and all this stuff. You like candles and such. And, and Charter starves himself. Yeah, no, for, yeah and then and Charter's uh, yeah, he, he has to learn different songs for church for those those fun times. But then all of a sudden, there's no season. There's no holiday to look forward to. It's just regular church where no one goes. Only the hardcores go. And that's the first Sunday of ordinary times. And I just have a feeling that uh, this show is going to be the hardcores only that are going to listen to it. Yeah. The rest of them are already gone. Yeah. Anyone that's just trying us out from what we've already put together. No, no, wait, your opening was good. But also, all the talking so far has already failed, right? Absolutely. So we have no guest. We have nothing written, right? we got a great band. But, but we have nothing else. All that we can really rely on is the feedback from our, our audience. Feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's Feedback, We Got Feedback is brought to you by our good friends at Amazon. 
It's I don't know if it's you got Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Uh -oh. I, I think they're still coming up. Go on the go on uh, my website, Life in the Dutch Hall. Click on the Amazon banners and do all your Amazon shopping. Some of that money's gonna come back and help make the show better. Maybe we can buy another piece of equipment or a microphone that I can talk into properly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, you can get a coupon for VG Meats and uh, on my website, lifefromthedutchhall.com, and print it out. Bring it into either of the locations at Simcor or Stony Creek, and uh, you get some great deals on some uh, steaks or hamburger to put in your freezer. And it's a quality product by a quality family. Please uh, support our good friends at VG Meats and uh, Lakeside Vista, where the views are beautiful, but the memories are even better. Oh, you blew the load on the old, on, on the logo. You went early on that, but it's beautiful. It's a location. Go www.latesidevista.ca if you have any uh, big uh, events that you're planning in the future, like a wedding or maybe a corporate event. Uh, maybe this venue at on the beautiful North Shore of Lake Erie would be perfect for that. If you go on www.latesidevista.ca, you will find out. Yeah, Lakeside Vista. It's a beautiful Where's, place. Yeah. Views are beautiful but the memories they are even better and our last sponsor to, uh, for the day our last sponsor is our good uh, friends from brabant musk mm, yes brabant musk when the wool is thick jump over and dive in So thank you to all of our sponsors. Some actually, some actual sponsor money actually did go to to the board as well. There was sponsor money because I got that big fat check from VG's. I threw it right at the board. Hell yes! Yeah. Thanks VG. Yeah, thank you to all our sponsors and all of our listeners that have pitched in and our shareholders. I can't forget our shareholders out there. Yeah. The anonymous shareholder, Mr. Camp, and uh, and there's uh, Mr. Brett and Mr. Levy. I call them all. They are the ones that donated. And Mr. Borges. Oh. Yes. Does an anom anonymous mean you don't say their name? <laughs> no, the anonymous one is no, is the is the number one guy. Oh, and then there's all the rest of them are n to be named, but I will never name Mister Anonymous. <laughs> I'll never name him. He's so important. Well, I got to thank the listeners for reaching out to us last week. We we really have uh, got a lot of feedback from everyone. That's no, oh, thank you. Right on time. We got a lot of uh, a lot of it from you guys, and I got to be careful not to say it. But uh, um, for the hundredth show, there's a lot of people that gave well wishes, congratulations. Uh, some people had uh, had reached out. One thing that really excited me, and I th thank you for everyone that did that. It was really nice of you. One thing that really excited me is when I went on my iTunes. I like to go on the iTunes and look at the feedback. <laughs> and uh, there's a new one. Usually, just the Haitian dwarf does it, but you know, there's a new piece of feedback from it, and it's uh, from. Are what I'm going to call from this person called, uh, let me see here, called Bile Shake. Whoa. Wow. Bile, is that that stomach flu going around? I don't know. Bile Shake, yeah. <laughs> don't drink it. Yeah, Bile Shake was the one that uh, reached that out. Uncomfortable. And, and uh, Bile Shake gave us a piece of feedback, which we, we won't. We, and uh, she also gave us, or I would say she, it's probably a he. I don't know why I always think it's a she. Uh, it's better. But this person, it, it, go, went went on iTunes, which is a, I don't know, it's a harder thing to do or whatever, and uh, it, but it does help me out in the ratings and stuff like that. And so nice. this person, bile whatever I'm look I'm bile shake, bile shake. That's why I'm ah oh, Gertrude bile shake. Technology. I'm now, sorry. Do you think I'm that stalling. Going, I got a question though. While you're while you're stalling, do you yeah. think that it's harder to go on iTunes? Because you got to go on your computer, or can you go to iTunes from your phone as well? I don't know how to give how do you give the feedback from that. Yeah, that's my question. Because, oh, most people just are looking on their phone at everything, or maybe their iPad. Yeah, that's what I mean. So when you person does this, they went through the trouble, eh? So yeah, that's, that's why nice. I, that's why I say it's a little bit nicer when they do it, and that's why, and it also helps me with the ratings, and that's why bile. Uh, Gertrude bile shake. Bile shake. <laughs> Gave me five stars, and she said, "Great job, guys! Nocturnal Emissions is killing it lately." Uh, no thanks to Rooster. We <laughs> got that right. But I think the listener of the week theme song needs to be adjusted to say "Sorry, Bushy" at the end. Uh, cheers! Oh yeah, I've been looking for moonshine cherries to drop off for the boys. Yeah. Right, and for this reason, 
Bile Shake is our listener of the week. She's the listener of the week. This is her week. You Sorry, said- Bushy. <laughs> it's it's. Yeah. I'm going with the Gertrude as the first name. Yeah, I don't know. Why. The only reason I, I I thought Bile Shake might be a girl is because the person um, offered to drop us off moonshine cherries, and I just think that the, most of the time men aren't that considerate. You <laughs> yeah, know? I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like I'll come drink your moonshine cherries or eat them, but I'm not going to be dropping off a free gift for you because I was thinking it would be nice. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not as often, but if, so if it is a guy, I don't mean that any offense. You're a very nice person. It's just that's where I'm, my my automatic response would be that a man is going to be uh, like a dick. You know, and a woman's gonna be nice. So we could do he or she is the listener of the week. It is their week. That's better. Yes. <laughs> the Kate. What were you say? Nothing. The Caitlyn. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner uh, would be uh, one person that I was trying to get in on the show because we were thinking about goals for the thing. <laughs> hey, it's a big year coming up. The yeah. Bandaloni. Oh, Bandaloni. That's what yeah. you think we should get in? Bandaloni? <laughs> Don't Band- spoil it. Don't spoil it. Yeah. Do you think we could get them? Do you think we're big enough now to get Bandaloni? I think our band's bigger. Big- bigger than Bandaloni? Well, this guy are. plays like six instruments at once. <laughs> all right. He's got it like he's got, like <laughs> a, he's got the cymbals on his hat, I think, right? Or he's like doing it with his foot or something? Yeah, like Both feet. Can- no, he does the kick drum, the bass drum with his foot, right? Yeah, and then this... He's got yeah. He's got symbols on his hat and when or whatever, and he's yeah, got it's like unbelievable. Yeah, he's a real. Does piece he have of... something on his knee as well? Yeah, I think so. He's got something on his a knee too. Shaker? Is it a banjo? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, a, that would be more impressive, right? If he played like a trumpet with his ass and stuff like that. <laughs> something to really change yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. that would be the whole interview. Like, you ever tried playing a trumpet with your ass? <laughs> what about your ears? Come on. Come on, you can blow up with something. I saw a person uh, squirt milk out of it, their eye. Maybe you can do a flute out of it. <laughs> we should challenge him to a to a duel, a, a musical duel. duel. Yes. That yeah, Bandaloni. I think that you guys could go toe to toe with Bandaloni, <laughs> but uh, we'll bring it. I don't know. He's a real. He's the real deal, man. He is the real deal. Yes, he's a veteran of the uh, of the fair. You North know what it is too. Fair. When you're working a fair, like this guy works at their local fair here. We watch him every year, and he. And thing is, you get to know when people are. You're saying, "I'll take any request you got," right? But you know kind of what kind of people you're going to have staring right. around watching and you know what kind of they're going to like. So you learn the, those ones and you just kind of hear like 10 people yell out and you pick the one that you know. Yeah, you're like, yeah, what would you say? ACDC? Fire! <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got it, right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta have... Let me finish my elephant ear and I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he keeps in great shape even though he, he is at a fair all the time because... Uh, <laughs> You'd expect that to him to be really overweight, but That's maybe because of the activity from playing all those instruments at the yeah. same time, right, keeps you thin. It's, just, full, it's a full body workout, really. Yeah, the bandaloni diet. Yeah. yeah. Drives like 100 Brian's dog, dogs into him, but he's okay. Yeah, just a nice yeah. Dixie dog. Yeah. And then, uh, Mustard stain on his shirt. and I'm going to work it off with, with some good symbol work. Symbol <laughs> math. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, it's great. So we hopefully we get him someday. That's part of feedback this week? Yeah. Apparently. So we got a we got a listener a week. The only person we have not uh, uh, reached out to is our, is our good friend, the Haitian dwarf. So we should probably reach out to him. Where is he? There he is. By the way, great job by Steve last week on this. Yeah, I'm playing it. Nailed it. I love that word. Oh, the Haitian dwarf is here, and he gave us feedback. He does it each and every week, and, the, and this week is no exception. Uh, this week he gave us five stars, and he says, Wow, 100 episodes. This week was one of the best ep- ever. He thought that show, the 100th show, was one of the best ever, he said. Really? Including a star-studded cast, as well as the usual su- suspects. You've come a long way, guys. Here's to 100 more. Cheers, the Haitian dwarf. That's wow, what he gave us. A real uh, respectful. Thanks, HD. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was really nice of the Haitian dwarf to give us some props after a uh, hundred episodes. Yeah. But it was really the Haitian dwarf was just an example of what we got from a whole bunch of listeners this week. So thank you to everybody that did that. It is kind of nice because it did feel like an accomplishment, even though it really kind of isn't, right? 
What? You're good. Oh, I'm good? Okay, thank you. I, I should. Those are supposed to be uh, cues that you don't do, the fourth wall thing, where like if someone's giving you a signal, you don't acknowledge yeah, it. Right? Exactly. When they, when we're the, still learning. When they were doing the video stuff, too, he'd tell me, like, when I give me, like, the director guy, you're like, when I give you a single signal off camera, like, don't say, yeah, I see you over there and just do it. I'm like, why? Everyone knows that do, we're doing a show. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. It's right in the same room. I don't understand how I can even... <laughs> I'm looking right into your eyes. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, so that's feedback. Sorry. We got feedback this week. Thank you for to everyone. If you'd like to give us more feedback, you can. You know how to reach me. You go to livefromthedutchhall at gmail.com or you can go to Dutch Hall uh, on Twitter, uh, Live from Dutch Hall on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Periscope, uh, right. whatever else you got, Instagram. Instagram. It's either going to be live from Dutch Hall or Dutch Hall, and you can get a hold of me pretty easy. So the last thing that I'd like to do is, we might as well just reach into the old jar of hate. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We're just gobbling up this show today because with no with no guest. The one thing I got in the jar of hate is, uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, my cat's dick. My cat's dick. That's what it was. I do hate my cat's dick because uh, I honestly have never seen it before. Larry's dick. Larry's dick. And I don't know what I thought. I thought maybe when you get your... I was fixed when we bought it, right? So I know they castrate it, which is cut your balls off, right? But he's still got a dick, right? But I never, I've never seen it, and I didn't think it had to come out for any reason. But today, it came out. Did it look like a lipstick coming out? Pink like crayon. A, no, that's more like a dog. It that's, was... Okay. It almost looked like a serpent's tongue. <laughs> oh. Yeah, is what I thought it was. Have you seen... You, who else has cats? Oh, my God. Have you ever seen a cat's dick? No. It's gross. It was not at all. Like, a, a dog's dick is gross, but it's more like the lip... The, the yeah, lipstick. lipstick. Mm-hmm. A serpent's tongue. It's like more like a alien, like a tentacle coming out. Like it's red <laughs> tentacle thing coming out. It's like Ugh. there's no helmet on it. How <laughs> oh, it's all squiggly at the end. You know, it's just like uh, pointed or something. Like it's uh, it's, it's like, like an inverted bugle. Yeah, it just goes into a point. It must have a hole at the end. I eh? I didn't examine it that close, but oh, it was disturbing. And I, and when you see it, when you see your cat's dick. You um, right away like, or you, get, you want to give it trouble, eh? Like he's done something wrong. Hey, you dick, go away. Yeah. What are you doing, Larry? Put that away. We don't need to see your like dick. He, like he caught him beating off. Yeah. He, he did lick it though. He was licking it. Yeah, that's how I was made it. Hey, who's that behind the shed? Yeah. They're not right in front of me. You go back. Yeah, you go in the bathroom. Oh, sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> what does Larry say? It wasn't me, meow. I don't think he has a problem with it at all. Sneakers. I think in the I think in the cat world, it's quite acceptable to lick your own dick. I think sure. In your ass. I think it's just like, hey, I'm. Uh, you'll do it right in front of your buddies. Like we would just be talking like this. And I would just start licking my dick. Yeah, it's, a, like it's a feline thing, eh? Yeah, just, uh, if we were like a bunch, that. if we were a bunch of cats right now, I would yeah. just be sitting there with my leg up on this table right here, and I'd just be giving my dick a old lick, <laughs> right? Whenever I was listening to you guys talk, I would just go back and lick my dick, and then every time I talk, you guys would probably just sitting there licking your dicks, right? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Or each other's ass, yeah. Right. It's no different than reaching for your cell phone, checking Facebook. Yeah, yeah, if I was a cat, you don't have a cell phone, you know, but you have a dick. You gotta do licking your dick. You're checking your status, you're licking your dick. Yeah. And feels... you can reach it with your tongue. Yeah, it's great. Big, big deal, I like to keep things clean. Yeah, I like to keep it clean and I like the feeling of sandpaper on my dick. I was gonna say, cat's tongue is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's great. That's what cats love. <laughs> There's nothing better than that. No wonder they puke so much. Yeah. It's the hair. No, yeah. I think it might have been licking your dick. Yeah, I gotta lick my dick just to get the taste of cat food out of my mouth. That's what he's thinking. Do you have a Do you have a litter box for your cat, Pete, or does it just go outside? Uh, right. Yeah, I have a litter box, uh, but it's it. He never goes into it, and so I just I never have to clean it. So I, except for the winter time when it gets too cold. Right. Yeah. But that's it. Other than that, that, most of the year I never have to clean litter box. Yeah. Do you find in the winter it's nice to have frozen logs though when he goes outside? <laughs> No, he won't. He won't go outside because he's got to dig a hole. And as soon as the ground oh, freezes, I see. Okay. and you can't dig a hole, then he's not gonna. He wants to bury it. Hmm. They find it. The cats. They like to lick their dick, and they don't. And they don't like people to see their poo. No, it's a, a source of great shame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They like to dig a hole, and then they like to bury it. 
So that's what's great. They they crap all over my neighbor's yard and my yard, but yeah. no one gets upset about it because they they're just buried in a hole in their flower bed or whatever, and they cover it back up. So when they shit, it's a very private thing, but when they lick their dick, it's like a kind of a... No whatever. problem. It's yeah. a different culture, man. Yeah, like, what's up? <laughs> Look at my dick. Yeah, they're hanging around by the pool having a couple of drinks. You lick your dick today? Yeah, I'm licking it right now. <laughs> yeah, I lick my dick. Hey, I, but can I see your poo? You're like, what are you sick? Oh, you're you're, you're twisted, man. You're twisted. You are not cool. Don't look at my poo. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to even look at my poo? You are screwed up, man. Get back to licking my dick. <laughs> yeah, just lick your dick like a regular cat. <laughs> All right. So the other one I got in here is uh, Charlie Sheen. Uh, this is another oh, thing I wanted to talk about. Yes. Was uh, was uh, I was gonna call this episode "Don't Drink the Tiger Blood." Ooh, this might be a, like not. a combination of all of these titles. The title of the show, but "Don't Drink Tiger Blood," because apparently when you're winning and drinking tiger blood, sometimes that blood is the blood of a tiger who has had uh, sex with a dirty monkey and enjoyed uh, intravenous drug use. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> yes. So don't drink those tigers' blood because you'll get HIV. You'll be HIV positive, I say, which, which was huge news. In fact, um, it was bigger news as soon as the Charlie Sheen announced that he had the disease that everyone kind of figured he probably had anyway. Winning. It was like uh, you, you. He was ended up being like um, um, he ended up being bigger news than the Paris attacks. Yeah, there was a you know like the the Par the attacks in Paris became secondary news to some idiots. Charlie uh, Sheen's HIV. Yeah, well, it's, I would have suspected he's got HIV and hepatitis, and I would say there's probably some uh, some gonorrhea from I've time to time. You need a little shot for. Crabs? No, no crabs. I, I picture Charlie Sheen to be a, have a shorn cock. Yeah. That's what I picture. He's past the crabs yeah. is nothing. I just think he shaves it, his pubes off because it's easier. You don't get crabs that way, right? True. True. You think? And, you and think, so do the girls. You think his age, he has no pubes? Yeah. yeah. He takes care of it down there. I think he does have no pubes because he's kind of one of those Hollywood guys. He's shaving right ball, and he's, and he's banging, like, uh, prostitutes, yeah. and all these people have no pubes, okay. too, right? Yeah, right. And porn Olson. stars and stuff like that. I think, he'd, I think he'd be the type that would shave them yeah. right, right, that, okay. right off. Okay, I accept. I accept that answer. Yeah. Well, that's that's just my opinion. <laughs> I mean, it's alleged. I don't want to get in any trouble with Charlie Sheen's camp <laughs> when we turn so much time talking about it. Like, maybe he's like, you know, Mike, Charlie Sheen's got a freaking huge bush. And he doesn't appreciate he doesn't appreciate you talking all about his shaved pubes. pubes. You know, he's a real man. He's got he's got long and wiry gray pubes, right? He's a man of his fifties. He's a man of his fifties. Yeah, exactly. And when that man who drinks tiger blood and bangs prostitutes gets a disease, then that's bigger news than a terrorist attack and uh, that is you know in in another country. Yeah. And another thing that bugs me about that whole, and this is about Paris that bugs me, not about Charlie Sheen, okay. uh, is that uh, there was another attack in Beirut, right? Was it the same day? Yeah, there, the Beirut happened on the same day, and then South Africa got nailed the next day. Yeah. And then those ones weren't Who weren't reported, right? Nobody. Yeah. Now, were the numbers as large as Paris? It was like 147 in South Africa. Oh, really? Yeah. That's about identical, right? Yeah. And uh, the Kenya one was in the spring or something, right? There was a Kenyan one too that was also not reported, right? At a university. <laughs> I didn't hear about it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. That's the thing. There was like, so the the point was, why is this one different? Why is Paris different than the other, the other attacks? Why do people give more of a shit about Paris? Because it's bigger. Because it's uh, more notable, or because it's the more because they're white people, yeah, or it's, it's like, or what is yeah, it? It's Paddy. It's the you know everybody wants to go there rather than you know yeah, what I'm saying. Ass. Then yeah. uh, then uh, Beirut. Beirut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hear Beirut's actually quite awesome. I didn't see a lot of people posting pictures on Facebook of them in Beirut with something behind them. And yeah, the, yeah. Or like the flag, the flag, the flag yeah. app. That was awesome. You didn't get a Lebanese flag to put on the, no, uh, on your no. Facebook status. No, you didn't get I didn't anything see at all. Any of that. No. But it's a, so it's a shame. It's like how some stories this are more important than others, right? Then and, and and that kind of pisses me off. And then and then the other thing too is this: we're talking about this next week, right? No right. one's going to give a shit next week <laughs> about news. any of these two things they'll forget about because there's going to be something else like... Uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner's going to do something there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, no, this, she's got HIV now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want HIV. He's getting all <laughs> the press. Charlie has all the press. Yeah. yeah. 
Kardashians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, exactly, man. And Paul, you said HIV doesn't even kill you anymore. No, that's what they said on the news. You live a full <laughs> life. Oh, Magic Johnson cured it, right? Yep. Yeah, Once someone important like Magic Johnson got AIDS, then they had to find a, a solution, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. There's not a cure, you just can live with it. Chances. Yeah, you got to take your AIDS pill every day or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that, right? Sheen takes four pills, he said in his interview. Four pills? That's what he does? And that keeps you and alive. And now it's completely indetectable or undetectable in his blood. You can't, you can't tell Holy that he's got the HIV. But he can still give it to people. Well, <laughs> yeah. No one. <laughs> I don't think anybody's lining up to take that. No. His yeah. dick looks like a hot dog in a microwave for too long, but. What <laughs> <laughs> it does for it? The, uh, he's yeah. had a sex with a lot of people. That guy. Yeah, man. he had a good uh, run, right? So, yeah. Like, yeah. Probably looks like a cat dick. <laughs> I would say it looks looks like a serpent's tongue yeah. right red and now he needs to learn how to start licking it himself <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. oh boy exactly. what well, wasn't it like the story the story was that uh, you remember that show the rock, the rock of love or something no no what was it called it was the Brett Michaels was on a bus with a bunch of whores oh yeah uh, was that called the yeah, rock of love sounds right something like that Rock of Love? Michaels, eh? You know from Poison? Yeah, he's been on a lot of <laughs> shows. Bus or, or something. Yeah, and, and he said that every girl on that bus had to have uh, herpes. Because he had herpes, right? That was how oh, the story goes. That's great. Brett Michaels? Yeah, Brett Michaels. Yeah, they didn't so, mention the that bus. in the opening. What? They didn't well, we put all it. these people on a bus and they all have herpes. Right, because he knew they were, like, but he didn't want to give... You didn't want to have, have to worry about giving anybody herpes because they all had it. Already. They already had it, so it worked out. So Charlie Sheen could do the same thing. He just has to say, I, I just want it. hookers with that are HIV positive, right? You could probably do that, right? It's 2015. You can do that. Yeah. Because you can't get <laughs> I'm it twice. sure you probably can, yeah. eh? Yeah. You can't get it twice, right? At least that's what my prime minister said. <laughs> it's 2015. Period. Period. Yeah, so now <laughs> you're at the point where if you were like... Uh, Let's say you're you're like HIV positive, and then you're like uh, you meet you meet this girl, and she's she's negative, right? But you fall in love, right? Yeah. You want to have a long term relationship, and the only reason you got it is because uh, uh, what would be the excuse? They found old eighties uh, transfused blood uh, in a warehouse somewhere and just started giving it to people, but it all had AIDS. Right, it wasn't from anything it bad. The, it had the HIV. It was nothing right. you did. Nothing I did. It was just a... But anyways, but now you're... No, no, let's say it was. Let's say it was just a real whore, right? <laughs> but, but uh, and I was banging bad people or whatever. But you don't you have to, like, I don't know. Can a man get... Like, a man can get it from a woman, right? That's the idea, right? Yeah. But it's harder to get that way. It's harder to get vaginally, a man to get it vaginally. A woman could get it from a guy. Yeah. And, uh, and a guy could get it from another guy. Yes. Uh, you know, if it's whoever's the catcher, right, in the That's situation, right. right, is the whoever catches the seed. I don't know how much the fluid HIV. you need, but yeah, yeah, someone has to. There's a load in. Someone has to take a some fluid, right? Yeah, somebody needs to be the catcher. So you're saying like, with when you're having vaginal sex with a woman to get HIV, the HIV is gonna like find its way into your pee hole, I suppose, right? That's the only way to get in. Yes, small entry. Really? But HIV would be small. I wish we had some someone smart here. Yeah, we need a scientific. Anybody's we need a scientific correspondent or a doctor or something like that. This is us trying to figure we're, out. We're just don't medicine. drink tiger blood. Yeah, just don't sick. do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Anyways, if you were, but you know, you're to the point where if you have HIV and whoever you meet doesn't have it, you can just say like, why don't I just give you AIDS and you just have to take four or a pill, four pills a day, yeah. and then me and you can just have unprotected sex, but you have to get HIV with me. And we're gonna have a great life. Together. That's a true commitment. That's like uh, more more than a ring and signing a paper in church. It's better than say, one of those like double tattoos where you have to join body parts <laughs> together, like a, like a like a <laughs> half a heart, and then you put your hands together and you have a whole heart. Yeah. Oh yeah. HIV is way more of a commitment than that. I'm the yeah. other half of the anchor. <laughs> That's right. The other half of the scissor. <laughs> You're my rock. The other half of the scissor. <laughs> you keep me grounded. Yeah, it is more of a commitment. Even it, it is definitely more of a commitment to take your HIV. I would, uh, I would. Would you do that with for a woman you love? Fuck. No. No. Why? I don't know. I just. And you gotta wear, you gotta wear condoms with her the rest of your life. Sheepskin. I don't care about wearing <laughs> condoms. I just don't want HIV. What? You don't have to wear condoms? Well, I guess if you don't want it, yeah. If you don't want it, yeah. 
Or you just don't date her. Oh, okay. You're in love with her. You're in love with her. Oh, I see. So I can. It's a it's a girl of your dreams, and then she but she's uh, got HIV, and the only way you can have unprotected sex with her, uh, for like uh, is to get your HIV. Oh, and then her babies are gonna get HIV too, right? Yeah, no? I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> like from the start. That's you don't think that anything bad. Could, you No, no you I want anything. nothing to do with that shit. Children no. suck. No HIV. No, no HIV. I, I'm gonna say no to HIV. No. No. no matter how wonderful she is. No. No, I know. Take the next one. What? The one without the AIDS. That's the one I'm picking. Oh, there's more women. There's more fish in the sea. Yes. The more like AIDS-free fish in the sea. <laughs> Throw that one back. Yeah. <laughs> Any of them are clean? She want clean fish. Let's do 20 minutes about AIDS talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, people. Hello, okay, people. Yeah, it's Charlie Sheen's fault, not ours. <laughs> yeah, you got AIDS. You have full-blown AIDS. What's going on in sports, Michael? We're talking about cocks and balls. Scores and balls. We're talking about cocks and balls. Sports stuff. Talking about cocks and balls. Balls. Scores and balls. We're talking about cocks and balls. And Dave's mustache. Let's start off this sports break with Charter's mustache. <laughs> it is the best thing to talk about. You know what I was thinking, Nick? Charter's, he doesn't really have a mustache. He's got a goatee, right? Like, sort of a goatee. Yeah, it's so close to being a goatee. Instead of like letting it join, he curls it up. He curls it up, and now it looks like a mustache and a chin strap. Yeah, like Colonel Sanders. Two separate things, right? Right. Where if he could join them together, it'd be called a goatee or a Van Dyke beard, right? Right. But instead, it's a disgusting mustache. (laughs) So you ignore the hair on the chin altogether because it didn't join up, right? And now it's just some weird mustache. And he's (laughs) he's had it for a long enough time now, and it's thick and uh, thick enough. It is robust. I can't believe how good of a mustache he can actually grow. Oh, it's, very it's been like three months, though. Yeah, I know, but he can't grow a beard to save his life. He can't join him up, right? Yeah. But his, that on his lip, his lip alone will grow hair, right? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> and so anyways, but he's got this duster and he's curling it up and getting all kinds of attention. You know, and uh, it's really suiting him. But it what is, if, yeah. what if, could, would happen? Like, if, like, is there a certain point where they're just not going to take him seriously as a ma- <laughs> man of industry? Does he walk into work with that curly mustache? <laughs> he uh, he must. Right. He mu- the first time I saw him, I said, "Like, are you serious?" And he just said, "What?" Yeah, he's. What do you he, mean? This is his real look, eh? There's <laughs> no irony in this at all, right? <laughs> like he's he's wearing that thing to work as yeah. a man he's trying to be taken seriously as a man of industry with that mustache and he looks like a gay ginger colonel sanders <laughs> what makes him look gay though the curl on the end i just oh, yeah. you not, everyone... you're not a fan of the curl eh, does he does he look like the guy off the mythbusters mm-hmm. i don't know mythbusters does he does he? Yeah, yeah, but he, the guy in mythbusters has like the full around circle yeah, yeah. dave's only got like the half I actually think I think you would look you like more like him. Can do it. <laughs> I got I got it from like the center there. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You look like yeah, you look like you're gonna like, like you're like a big like a southern <laughs> colonel or something. Yeah. <laughs> from the from the Civil War, you know. Southern colonel. Put a little burl cream in this thing, and it could probably do a lot. You, you can what? do anything else when you have a, be- a nice big shaggy beard like you have. You can do like any- every day can be a new thing. Yep. They have these. They have beard competitions. Have you ever seen any of the documentaries about these the beard competitions that they have? It's no. Crazy. It is unbelievable. They the people that are so hardcore into their beards and they go down and they do like different sorts of uh, like a lot of them will like have it like two things curl out at the bottom and come up, you know, and they, it's all like uh, manicured beards and stuff. And these guys like the one guy's like this, the big champion like the he's the biggest beard yeah the guy that comes in they're like oh my god he's here you know he's a legend look at his beard it's so beautiful that's just bizarre yeah yeah it it exists so for sure oh yeah there's like a conference center and it's full of people with ridiculous beards yeah everywhere like with no like it doesn't 
That's, that's the thing. Like beard pageantry. <laughs> yeah, beard pageantry. Yeah. Did you see it too? No, I didn't. Oh yeah. I know. Is that what it's called? I don't know. That I think it right. is. That sounds yeah, right. That, that's, they, like they uh, travel around, eh? Like pretty it's, crazy. It's a whole community. We should try to find people, bring them onto the show. So you have better beards? Beards make for great radio. <laughs> when can we? Uh, when can we uh, have a beard growing competition for real, though? Oh man! You already have hey, one. there's another goal one. for this. The next hundred. Okay, yeah, the next hundred beard growing competition is one. Yes. We got to get more road trips. That's for sure. Oh, they're the best. Because they're the best. And I think we're gonna do a campaign for uh, actually uh, for more live gigs. If we can get people to agree to come, we'll all do all around live gigs. Yeah, all around live gigs, right? We're gonna make it happen. Yeah, let's do that. Everything's right. getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. Uh, let's let's at least do one. What do you Start mean? Start with one live gig for. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. There has to be one live gig. That's different than a road show. Road right. shows are like different. They're, road shows are just they're to make stories for the show. Yeah, exactly. Which no one Research. can no Research. one can believe that I can actually pull that off to say like, oh, you know, honey, we need to go and get drunk in another city <laughs> because otherwise we have nothing to talk about on the show. How do we, how will we live? <laughs> She's like, go it's do what you do what you have to do. Yes, do your research. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out well. It worked out well. Did it work out? Yeah, I thought it worked out great. I think we really accomplished great things on our road trip. Way better than research in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're uh, worldwide gentlemen. Like we go around and just research the world. I can't no, wait to go to Tasmania and meet my kids. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be great. Our Tasmanian listener will not or not respond to us. Eh? We've we've reached out many times to our Tasmanian listener. Not not one email to life of Dutch Hall at gmail dot com. Not really? one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think it is the shame of it all, knowing that. She just like the, it's just the, your daughter, your big big bruiser of a daughter that you have down there in just Tasmania. Just a great rugby player. Nice, just nice wide bridge to her nose. Thick long shoulder, like big wide broad shoulders. Just hammering people in sports. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to meet her. It's gonna be great. This is sports break. What what has happened in sports? Well, I'll tell you what happened in sports. Yeah, we, we went right into it. Uh, our boy Josh Donaldson from the yes. Toronto Blue Jays is the motherfucking MVP of the AL. All right, that's your MVP. third baseman ever. And that guy deserved every minute of it because I was watching the uh, preview of him getting the award, and we unfortunately didn't see him get the award, but the criteria was like the guy that's most valuable to your team that gives your team the chance to win. Uh, best all round. Offense and defense, and best uh, like uh, motivate your team, like you know, leader. Oh yeah. Those are the three criteria, and that, if you tell me that Josh Johnson doesn't knock all those out of the park, then you can lick a cat's ass. Exactly. Simple. But they have a he has like a uh, like a ridiculous haircut. His haircut is horrible. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's horrible. So listen, Chargers that's even more been. impressive that a guy can have a ridiculous haircut and still get the respect of those guys in the room yeah. with a haircut like that. Yeah. You know, like that really shows your leadership ability to be able to pull that off, you know? Cuz you figure like even a guy's got to hit almost like more home like do bit more things to get over that, that ridiculous haircut, haircut yeah. right? Cuz you don't want to like say like our our leader's that guy over there with the French braid, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly right and like you know, there's a lot of Dominican influence, especially on the Blue Jays, and like those guys could say, like, you know, he's a bit light, light in the loafers, isn't he, boys? Like, we're the ones hitting the home runs, but that guy did everything. Who's the last time? What's the last time the Blue Jays had an MVP? Do you know? Did they ever? George Bell. Roberto Alomar. I think George Bell one year was uh, MVP. I, I would believe that. I, that's a great question. I bet you that probably was. I can't think of anyone since that that got it. But it's unbelievable. That's uh, he deserved every minute of it. That guy had an amazing season. Yeah, well, good. Congratulations again to Josh Donaldson. And now baseball is over, and we're just into the hockey grind. Hockey and our hockey. oh, our, bu- our buddy Shane Bergman got hurt in the uh, CFL playoffs. And oh. the first game, I don't know how he's doing, but our uh, well wishes to Shane Bergman. First game. And the, Got hurt. Yeah, but I, I don't know if I don't know how it is. I haven't followed up. I just know he there was reported he was injured, and I didn't hear what happened to him. If he's going to be able to play in the next game or not, but I hope uh, I hope so. I'm actually yeah. pulling for uh, Calgary in the to win the Great Cup again this okay. year because they're because uh, of Shane. 
But they're also a fun team to watch. Yeah. They're actually a pretty good team. Go and, Bergman. Fucking right. And uh, so that's for the CFL fans out there. And then uh, so we just have that in hockey right now. And uh, and hockey is in full stink, eh? even like for the kids and everything. Like it's like we're in the we're in the thick of it. Yeah, I got eight games of hockey to watch in the next three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you're even building kids this weekend. Yes, Paul. I have. And and two, we took two. You know, well, why not? That's awesome, though. Like, so we took two billets. We got two kids coming from uh, Blenheim nice. to have a Very tournament good. down in Dover. Nice. Should be great. Hopefully we whoop them. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool so, shit, though. That's so how's that, cool. how's that work? People just drop their kids off at your house? Yeah, we're the only two teams that do it in Ontario. Every other center has stopped doing it. We're the only two teams left in Ontario that bill it for a tournament. So they come to our town for a tournament. We take their kids' parents' party in Dover. Yeah. And then we go to Blenheim. They take our kids. We party in Blenheim. But you just, like, stay at a hotel or something? Yeah, we stay at a hotel and get pissed in their town. Oh, and then they do the same thing here? Yes, we light them right up. Oh, that's <laughs> that's nice, though. That, that, that's actually a pretty uh, good thing. I don't know why they would stop that. Well, it's hard to leave, leave your kids in people's houses, right? Like Strangers, just eh? met, right? It's yeah. weird, but it's like a similar lake town. It's, it's cool. Like, there's a lot of creeps out there, right? It's scary. Yeah. But... I, with my experience with it, it's all been great people. So, yeah. well, you know, ninety-nine percent. Not to look too far ahead, but like, if those kids pursue a hockey further, you never know. They could end up playing junior and be billeted sometime for a year or a year, you know, further than that. So, that little experience might go a long way too. That's pretty cool. You Mike, when you played junior, did you get billeted? Yeah, yeah. And what was your family like? I had a. Uh, a single mom with two kids, and uh, she was. Oh, Mikey. Yeah, that's what all the guys. That's what all. How old are you? That's what all the guys said to me on the team too. But she treated me like I was her like son. Like she treated like me like my mom would treat me. <laughs> Did she spank you? She's like, uh, you know, you gotta be home at this time, and we had a curfew from the team, so I would be home at the time. I had to be home for the team, but. How old she were was kids? great, but I spent a lot of time at my other buddies off the team at their place and did things probably I shouldn't have been doing. And who's the like? Uh, was she like? How old were her kids? She was the. Uh, her kids were seven and nine, maybe. So how old was she have been? Yeah, she was old enough to think bad things, but I in was her thirties, maybe. That. No, she was like uh, let's say forty. Yeah, forty is just yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, that was my billet. Uh, I'm not gonna say, I know her name, but I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, she she was great though. She's really good. To me. Good looking. Oh, Who were the features? Yeah, she wasn't terrible looking. Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't See, and this, this experience gives those kids like the taste of that when they're young, right? Yeah, I remember like when when I went away from home, my mom was fucking crying her eyes out. Right, like, oh my god, I'm on. But I was yeah. pumped. What you were 16, like, 16. I'm going on my own and yeah, going to play hockey. I was fucking uh, pumped up about it. Damn, I gotta go play hockey. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, you learn a lot of things. I'll tell you that much. You learn a lot when you're on your own because it's your billet family, but it's not your real family. Yeah, yeah, you gotta so learn. You're doing how to... a lot of shit that you're like, fuck, I wouldn't be doing this at home. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun, actually. Love motorboat and titties. <laughs> but at the same time, you got to focus. That's the difference. Is like you got to find that middle ground. Did you yeah. see? Did you see a bunch of kids on your team that got carried away with? Yeah, them? Oh fuck, tons of guys. They couldn't handle tons. it. Right? Yeah. That's how that yeah. you lose a few of them, eh? Because oh, they they just can't handle the freedom they get. I would say half our team. Yeah, the really. Turnover? Oh shit. It and was crazy. They just did, just like, partying too much or. Yeah. Like get if home. I made it. <laughs> yeah, I made the show. I just party like an idiot. And yeah, yeah. Got kicked off the team. But some guys were so good that they could party like an idiot and still be on the team. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? There's those guys too, which are you want to be those? Like, fuck, that guy's so good. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about these days, but in the back in the day, for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of guys, uh, like the guys that are true talents. I mean, you can do it drunk or whatever. Some people do it better when yeah. you're just like uh, yeah. you're kind of you're. It's so second nature to you the the what you're good at that you don't even think about it. It's like, like a rock the, star that's like uh, like the percussion guy. <laughs> yeah, like, like a, the percussion on the on our band here. Just mm-hmm. just bought that box. 
Yeah. Brand new boxes. <laughs> Sounds like he's played it for years. He's on autopilot right now. He just knows what yeah, he's doing. No big deal. Just no jump big on this box and pound the fuck out of it. Last uh, <laughs> at the hundredth episode, we had a piano sit in the corner, and Steve says he doesn't play piano, and he yeah. just goes out there and just <laughs> nails piano all night. That's what we do. That's what we do in nocturnal missions. That's what we do in life in the Dutch halls. We just nail it. You know why we do that, Pete? Because you created a belief yeah. in us. That's right. You know what it is about belief, isn't it? This is stupid. The whole, the whole, the the whole idea that we can just every week come in, like Hill, you're you're kind of like you're you're get it. You got it at the last week, right? You're like this is pretty cool, right? Oh yeah. And now, how do you convince your wife to come? Oh, she'll come for sure. No, no. How do you convince your wife to let you come on a regular basis? Like, how? Like, is there any discussion about that, or oh, is it no, just no. like? Just because, yeah. I want to do it. I'm just gonna go do it. Yeah, she she likes when I come, and it's your cousin too, right? So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good. It's a Thursday night. Card. It's a nice Thursday night to come yeah, out yeah. and have some fun. Hey. You don't get any grief about it, Steve? Nope. No. No. Uh-huh. Thursday oh. nights are. Bright. I don't because it's family, right? If it wasn't all like we're family, except the reluctant German. We're allowed him in. He's like family. He's like family now. So you're if 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 there was too many people that weren't family here, you might be in trouble. Yeah, like when Barney's here. Yeah. If it was just you and Barney's show, this wouldn't happen. That's why Barney can only be a bartender one A because if he's no, that's a good spinoff. Is the Barney and Paul show? For sure. And you have to do, you have to record it when they don't know you're around, you know. Yeah. And then you hear all the crazy stuff. It was all Nashville was all a go except for when uh, Barham heard about it. And said, "Oh, I could take it off work and come." My wife, no, he's not done. <laughs> no, like Polly, right in front of his wife, says, "Hey, uh, we're going to Nashville." And he rattles off a couple dates, and then his wife looks right at him. She says, "No, you're not." No, you're not. This is a family thing, she says to him. Just shuts it down, eh? And then, to me, it sounds like listening to these answers. Should have married one of our cousins, Barney. Yeah. That's what everyone else did. I I feel like we're going to have some new guests on our next road trip. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about it. I think the people did see that we set a precedence with that road trip that we are now, people are going to say, like, I think the next one might be a good one to go on. And then we can, then we're bringing a real Dutch Hall, like, community with us, right? You guys are going to accept applications for the the, next road uh, trip. The Dutch Hall family. (laughs) Yeah, the Dutch Hall family. Yeah, we go around and do something. Barney, you're never allowed to come. That's what I mean. (laughs) It doesn't matter if he's part of the Dutch Hall family. That's not going to carry water with your wife. It's either him or me. Oh, yeah. I'll take I'm picking me. Yeah, I'll pick you too. (laughs) But Barney would be so much fun. I don't care. I'm picking me. All right. All right. But Barney serves me drinks. I don't care. I'm picking (laughs) me. (laughs) Mike. You're picking me too. But Barney's never pushed me in the face. I have to pick you. (laughs) Two two against one. (laughs) All right. Well, I think uh, there's there's only one. One more thing to do. What's that? You know what? And uh, that's the really to uh, to show Charters one more time how to play the goddamn theme song. <laughs> so until next week, everybody, if you want to reach out to me, go on live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. Otherwise, uh, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter or Instagram or Periscope. And uh, you know what? See you next Thursday. See you in Feel free to go as long as you want on it. Also, if you want to sponsor the show. Yeah, we should just open the guitar case as like a buster box. Busker box. Yeah, come on, everybody. Throw your change in. We're asking for like a buck a month. How about like five bucks a year? Twelve bucks a year. 12 bucks a year, that's a buck a month. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I'll take 12 bucks a year. Yeah. Hill, not bad for the first time on the box. <laughs> that is killing. That's what she said. Thick <laughs> box. Yeah, There's a gaping hole in it. That man knows his way around a box. 
Fuck you, Charters. Does he have lyrics? Dutch Yeah, I just screw it back on.